Will pressing the ATM's cancel button prevent bank card fraud? Is Nigeria's central bank allowing all old banknotes to circulate until May? Has a South African broadcaster censored a controversial interview with outgoing ESCOM CEO? And do these viral photos show antelope shoes worn by bandits in Kenya? Welcome to this episode of What's Crap on WhatsApp, the voice note show that investigates the crap shared in your WhatsApp groups. I'm Andesua May from Podcasting Company, Volume. And I'm Taryn Curry from Africa Check, the continent's leading fact-checking organization. Let's get to it. First up for today is a claim about ATM fraud. Yep, this post has been circulating in South Africa since January 2023 and advises people to press the cancel button three to four times before using any ATM in South Africa to prevent card fraud. Wait, this sounds familiar. That's because it is. In 2019, Africa Check looked into a similar claim shared in Kenya. The Kenya Bankers Association told us that the cancel button would not prevent anyone from stealing your PIN. So is the situation any different with ATMs in South Africa? Nope. The South African Banking Risk Information Center, or SABRIC, told Africa Check that the claim was false. The function of the ATM's cancel button is to stop a transaction before it is completed, so that your card is returned, they said. So pressing it before your card is inserted into the machine will have no effect? Exactly. The best way to prevent becoming a victim at an ATM is to refuse offers of assistance from anyone at the ATM and to cover your hand when entering your PIN, Sabrick says. The claim is still crap. Nigeria recently redesigned its currency. The country's central bank governor announced that the new Naira banknotes would be introduced in December 2022. The aim was to replace dirty money in circulation, fight inflation, reduce counterfeiting and promote a cashless society. But a crippling shortage of the new currency has sparked riots in some parts of Nigeria and landed the federal government in court. In response, President Mohamedou Buhari announced in February 2023 that the old 200 Naira notes would remain in circulation until 10 April. But then Buhari's wife posted what seemed to be a press release from the central bank on her verified Instagram and Facebook pages. It claimed that the president had ordered the central bank to allow all old currency to remain in circulation until the 1st of May. She has since deleted the document from her social media accounts. But the press release is fake. In a statement, the central bank dismissed the document as a fake press release. The statement reads, For the avoidance of doubt, the Central Bank of Nigeria reiterates that in line with the directives of Mr. President, only 200 Naira old notes are to be reissued and to circulate concurrently with the new notes. This claim is crap. As South Africa continues to face rolling electricity blackouts, South African broadcaster ETV aired an hour-long interview with Andre de Reiter, the outgoing chief executive of ESCOM, the South African Electricity Utility. In the interview, de Reuter made the accusations, among others, that the ruling African National Congress saw ESCOM as a feeding trough and that an unnamed senior politician was directly involved in corruption at the public utility, and this was known to ministers and senior civil servants. 
The interview caused a furore among South Africans on social media and in the press. But then claims started being posted that the interview had been censored by broadcaster ETV and its pay-to-view news channel ENCA. I can imagine De Reuter's claim may have ruffled some feathers. But was the interview really censored? No. It was first aired on ETV on the night of 21 February, the regular programmed slot for My Guest Tonight with Anika Larson. It aired on ENCA a day later at 9.30pm. Africa Check reached out to a managing editor of the ENCA newsroom. When asked about the claims that the interview had been taken down, he said that the basis of this is wrong. He also confirmed that the channel followed standard operating procedures and that no unusual steps had been taken with the director interview. There is no truth to the rumors that the interview was in any way censored by its broadcasters. It is available to view online. Last on our list is a claim with two photos which seem to show a pair of shoes with antelope hooves nailed to their soles. What? Wait, let me see that. Yes, in one of the photos, the shoes are being held by an armed person in a camouflage uniform. The claim is that the shoes were used by bandits in Kenya. The idea is that the shoes would leave animal, not human tracks in the ground. Communities in Kenya's northern Rift Valley region have long been entangled in armed cattle raiding and other violence. But do these photos really show shoes used by cattle rustlers and bandits in Kenya? So a reverse image search of one of the photos reveals they went viral in Nigeria in 2021. They were debunked by another fact-checking organization in the country. The photos were first posted by a conservationist on Twitter in July that year with the caption, Shoes worn by poachers that were caught yesterday in the Kruger. Kruger National Park is in the northeastern South Africa. One of the photos was also posted in the same year by Speak Out for Animals, an organization that aims to protect African wildlife. Part of its caption reads, the picture below showcases how a poacher uses the hooves of antelope to deter rangers from tracking them. This claim is also crap. That's all the time we have for today. Now you know what's crap and what's not. Your friends and family can sign up for our show over WhatsApp. The number is 082-709-3527. Make sure to save us as a contact in your phone and send us a message. You can find the show wherever you get your podcasts, from Apple to Spotify. If you listen there, you'll find show notes and a link to the fact checks. Remember that you can send us a WhatsApp message, a picture, video link, or voice note that you need fact checked. Just forward them to us on WhatsApp. Our theme song is composed by John Bartman. I'm Andesue May. And I'm Taryn Curry. Bye for now. Volume.